Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Show Me Potato Salad podcast. This show is brought to you by our good friends over at Clinkstone Brewery. I'm one of your hosts, JJ. With me today, we have Loopy Jr. And last but certainly not least, Keith. Fucking giggly pants over there. <laughs> let out. Just fucking let out. Sorry, I got the giggles. Absolutely full of crisps. <laughs> Absolutely full of crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Later on the show, we have tattoo artist Callum Berry from Grey City Tattoo join us. And as always, we'll round off the show where salad dressings of the week. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook to keep up to date with the podcast. Follow, like, share, and subscribe, and let us know you are listening. So, f- first off, boys, the UFC. How how do you f- all feel about it? I am not that fucking arsed, if I'm honest. But it was I, I you like it. He fell asleep. He fell asleep. Not for all of it. From what I caught of it, it was it, it was eventful, very yeah. eventful. I mean, I woke up to seeing a guy snap his leg around another guy's leg. And then oh. fell back asleep again for another few minutes. Woke up to someone getting that. choked out, and then <laughs> fell asleep for another few minutes. And then woke up to someone getting kicked in the face and knocked out. So uh, it was a pretty eventful night for me. Uh, you got all the good bits. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's probably the best way to do it. It was like, like a sleep <laughs> highlight reel. Like, like uh, oh, a lot of these, a lot of these fights, a lot of these fights can like no some of the undercards can fucking drag on like fuck. So like at least no. you're like oh fucking eventful bit right conquer right. Basically, you just yeah. watched I think the what cheering, I this morning. I think the cheering on the telly would like wake me up and I'd be like, oh, and then someone would get knocked out. I'd be like, all right, cool. And I'd just like drift <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> I thought it was a good card. I thought yeah. it was a lot of yeah. good fights. Chris Weidman got his legs absolutely fucking gammied. That was, that was that a bit snapped brutal. his leg. That was similar Mets. to uh, which is Anderson name? Silva, Anderson and that's Silva. Anderson, Anderson Silva. Silva. Beat Anderson Silva was fucking exactly the same. It was Chris Weidman's oh, was it? leg was it that snapped him? Anderson Silva's leg. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, that's, that's ironic, karma, isn't it? <laughs> what goes around comes around. Because he done the exact same thing. Like he went to step back. More it's or less. fucking yeah, disgusting when he steps thing. back and you just see it like. Because he doesn't. Like, I, I was looking at his face when he snapped it. And he, there's nothing to him, and it's not until he puts his foot down that mm-hmm. he, he notices. Oh. And there was nothing under him either. Yeah, I've got leg. Anthony Smith, he finished a fight with leg kicks as well. He fucking mm-hmm. fucked the nerve of the boy's leg. I was actually um, I was catching up on on like the interviews and stuff uh, this morning, and Valentina Shevchenko was saying that she had the TV on in her like locker room, and Chris Weidman was fighting before her. And they obviously seen the leg break happen and she like had to turn around. She's like, I couldn't watch it. And basically like didn't want to throw leg kicks <laughs> for like the whole fight. She like put it in her head. She was like, like we know the dangers of what they, they can pose. So it kind of like put her off. Well, Derek I think went watching to Twitter it, and was like, I'm not ever throwing a leg kick again. Yeah, I think watching it, I didn't want anyone else to throw a leg kick either. I was like, no, don't. Just don't do it, please. Well, we and thought then, Masvidal fucked his leg as well. Yeah, because yeah. he got checked pretty quickly by uh, Kamara Usman and his leg kind of went a bit stiff and he was very flat-footed on his back leg. But that main event was fucking a good, good fight. Boy, went night-night. Yeah, <laughs> Usman fucking put him to sleep big time. Oh, yeah, I just got a notification as well. Jake Paul has just called out. Please Dana tell me it's DC. No, uh, this is a surprise. He's called out someone else. Idiot. He's, he's just someone um, else that isn't a well, boxer. You, you had a pretty, you had a pretty good fact about the uh, the leg break fight, didn't you? With me? Yeah. It's the only, what did you say? It's the only fight that's ever oh, ended yeah. without so a single. Uriah Hall is the only oh, fighter yes, in UFC history to ever win a fight without throwing a single strike. <laughs> 
That is some stat. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. That's the kind of fight. Like undamaged yeah. 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 Put me in again next week. I'm good to go, coach. Put me in. Yeah. Put me in. Yeah, yeah I thought it was a good event. And it was nice to see fans back at sporting events as well because they were at full capacity yesterday. Yeah, that was yeah. full Which, capacity. Where was yeah. that? Where was it being held? Florida. 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 Absolutely no surprises <laughs> there, is there? <laughs> It was hilarious. Like, it would pan the crowd. Give a shit. And you would, like, get the odd person with a mask on. Like, nobody had masks. Or it'd be like a fucking mask around the chin. It was good to see it, but at the same time, it felt so stupid. You know what I mean? It's like, why are you doing this? But no, all all good event overall. Yeah. 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 From what what I caught of it, yeah. (laughs) Just be nice to actually. It's always knockout as well. On, yeah, yeah, he was, was nice. fucking ridiculous. The left high yeah. kick just knocked her out cold. Yeah, it was cool. brutal. Be, be nice once we can actually finally get back together and sit and watch it as a group and get pissed. <laughs> and me not turn up because well, you turn up and you turn up and go back home. Yeah, before it starts. <laughs> before you even start. Well, at least not. At least not. I get like an hour of like the the prelims or something like that. But not got absolute jackal. Have to go home and take care of baby. <laughs> Needs much decisions we make in life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we'll we'll move our we'll move it on, will we? Aye. 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 Right. This so how long ago was it? About a month ago we've done it. Probably about a month ago, roughly. Yes. Four yeah. four so. episodes ago. We done the crisp debate. Now we're Pizza Gate. <laughs> Pizza Gate. <laughs> <laughs> We're leveling it up, I would say, in my in yeah. my eyes. I mean, to set the scene as well, we're, we're all fond of a cup of tea. Well, no, fucking one, one and, especially. And Jordan, Jordan only, is a cup of tea. Yeah. Just 90% tea. Everybody's yeah. 90% water. Jordan is 90% <laughs> tea. I've, I've had, what did I have today? I had about five before 10 o'clock today. <laughs> Purely because, like, I had, I had one when I got up and then gave Penelope breakfast. So I had one when she was having her breakfast. Then my mum got up. She was like, you want a cup of tea? I'm like, I don't know if I have a cup of tea. I no, had one. <laughs> got a cup of tea from her. And then my dad came downstairs, got another cup of tea. And then Jade came downstairs, another cup of tea. You're like, like five cups of tea and I'm mad with it. You know, in Hogwarts, <laughs> where like the cups just don't stop filling up. Yeah, that's basically your teacup, isn't it? Really, pretty much. Pretty so I think we should probably we should probably tell them what we're actually debating about. It's, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. we get off track of t- talking about tea, right, we're not even going. We're not even going to be talking about it. It's not a tea, tea debate, you know. You just got to go standard tea, but biscuit debate. Right, we'll go. Shut the fuck off of your gate. <laughs> Shut up. But Jordan always has a fucking biscuit with his tea. In fairness, I can't. I typically won't have like a biscuit or chocolate on its own. Like I, I will not have any of that on its own. I always have to have a cup of tea if I'm having something like that. So that that makes me. I'm I'm definitely in that camp as well. Like I can't, I can't, I don't tend to eat a lot of biscuits, but or chocolate. But if I am, I will be having a cup of tea with it. Yeah, 100%. I can take it or leave it. I, I yeah. kind of just have a cup of tea by itself. Anyway, so, so 
there's obviously there's plenty out there. There's plenty out there. But I'll go to whom I go to first for the top. We'll go. Oh fuck! I'm going straight into this. Okay. Are we not? Oh, Luby's not ready. Luby's not ready. Luby's shitting it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not looked up. Are you He's ready? He's having to refine down his list of fifty. That's why. I'm good. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go first. Right, you go, Junior. Give us your top. I'll three, go. If you've got a top number three. one. We'll, we'll do some honourable mentions after it. Number one, Vini's Whirls or Swirls, whatever okay. the fuck they're card. Jammy Dodger number two. I think they're Oof. underappreciated and oh, fucking Jammy Dodger. dynamite. And I'll go uh, custard cream, but not just a normal custard cream. It has to be a Viennese swirl custard cream because it's just what? that much better. Yeah, you get Viennese swirl custard cream. It's just like, so instead of the flat pan custard cream, it's the swirls top and bottom. Callum so that's just a Viennese swirl? No, no so Viennese swirl is just a swirl by itself. Swirl but you by get itself ones with a normal cream biscuit. But you get I have cream absolutely no idea what a Viennese swirl is. You're the what? fucking... What the fuck? It's like it's like a Google. swirly swirly had them. top and bottom, and they're like sandwiched together with like cream and jam. That's a custard cream Viennese swirl. What? That nah, is a, that is a bollocks. That is. Oh, bollocks. I know what. Oh, oh yeah, pump yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know what a Viennese swirl is now. There you go. That's my top three. Apparently, I nah, can't spell um, it very well. Viennese swirls. All I'm seeing is exactly what I just fucking said. Well, you can get them without the cream. No, no, you can get... I can, I, I've got ones with cream in the middle here on my Google search. Oh, you get them without yeah. the cream as well. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Kipling, Viennese Whirls, Google and it's got check. the swirl with the jam. Oh, the cream. I've had them No, but you cream. can... They, they looks like those ones with half chocolate as well. The ones that you get without the creams. You're, no, you're not getting that, Junior. You can't have two of the pretty much oh, same I'm thing. I fucking hate it. Nah, you're not getting it. Fuck off that fucking... You've got... You've got Viennese whirls. Come on, choose something different. One Penguin more. biscuits. Oh, oh that's a That's not a shout. That of is a all shout. The bis- of all the biscuits out there, you're well, you picking get a, a fucking penguin. You get a penguin. decent biscuit and you get some entertainment as well. <laughs> that's it. That's because right they're shite biscuits. Shite dad jokes. They're, shite, joke. they're shite biscuits and that's why they need to give well, you a Well, fucking... It was the first thing that came up in my mind. <laughs> there, was one, there was one penguin joke I did see where I quite enjoyed it. And it was like, why, why can't penguins fly? And then the answer was because they're biscuits. And I quite enjoyed that because it was on a penguin biscuit. Fuck off. Okay, then I'll change it. I'll go double stuffed Oreos. Oh, mommy, daddy. Oh. There you go. Oh. Viennese Whirls. They weren't. They Jammy weren't. Dodgers they... and fucking double stuffed Oreos. They weren't going to be in my top three, but oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That's my top three. Unreal. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a shout. Right, JJ, yeah, you like your top three. I'm not quite ready yet, I don't think. I'll go, I'll go, I've right. got I've got a big fucking list. I've got my I've Same. got my list prepped this time. I'm not a big biscuit eater, but one of the ones I do enjoy are the, the Fox's double chocolate crunch creams. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh big yes. them. Yeah, they are not in the top them. three, but yes. Like them. And there was another one, and I can't seem to find them anywhere anymore. They used to do them in Marks and Spencer's, and they were like thin rich teas, but they had like cream in the middle. So it was kind of like a custard cream, but it was like rich tea biscuit either side. Um, All right. Yeah, rich tea the point. Trust you to shop at fucking Marks and Sparks. <laughs> Marks and where? <laughs> Sparks. <laughs> and then my third one, a wee party ring. Fuck off. 
Oh, no. I like Callum, how he's lying. Callum can tan a whole fucking Can he just eat thing. one? Yeah. You've got to eat and the whole bucket. And I find you always oh forget about them God. until all of a sudden, like, pish, man. you open up a cupboard and they're there. And then you remember how good they are. So, just so everyone knows, when I wait to fucking finish the podcast after this, because I'm not having a fucking <laughs> podcast, the cunts of pink party rings is their top fucking biscuit. <laughs> I don't eat a lot of biscuits. My I like a party ring. Callum's going to have party ring as his number one. Jesus Christ. It's not even in my I'm, top three. I'm well, surprised about that, because you can fucking tan party rings. There's not, they're not in my top three. I was oh. under pressure. I had about three minutes to decide. <laughs> I'm surprised Keith didn't come up with fig rolls because he's posh. What? Mm, or Garibaldi's. Like Garibaldi's. <laughs> right, come on then, Luby. Right, my three, two and three are more of a nostalgia biscuit for me. Um, so three would have to be just a plain, simple ginger nut. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I'll give you that. I like biscuits and fucking ginger nut. Mm. Well, a couple and... <clears throat> Two would have to be McVitie's fruit shortcake. I don't mind that. With a cup of tea. Is that in a is that in biscuit category? Well, it's shortcake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shortcake so biscuits. Yeah. They're like okay. okay. Was it kind fucking of fruit like shortcake. shortcake bread? A little bit with like a little sugar glaze and like wee tidy pieces of fruit through it. Ah, okay, got you. With got a oh, they're tea. fucking gash. You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't bite the biscuit. I was like, you just throw the whole biscuit in the mouth and take a sip and rejecting party rings. But no, yeah, that, but that was okay. It's, it's yeah, it's a pretty bad one. I'm not was, gonna lie. It's more of an nostalgic biscuit for me. It's fucking top threes. My fucking and right. Come on then. My sure. number one would have to be an orange club. Oh, oh. Bite the tap off. Bite the bottom. Like, you used to be able to do that. That I remember I so I was speaking I was speaking about that this is my fucking conversations in the household. Speaking to my dad about this the other week and he said the advert used to say like, Oh, if you like a lot of chocolate, what is it? If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, like get a club or some shit like that. Yeah, they're now <laughs> so, as fuck. But they're now now you, you used to get like a proper little thick chunk at both ends and on top, but you don't anymore. It's fucking mm-hmm. It's, they've gone downhill a little bit. They're That's still good. Can I attract my good. number three? What was your number three? <laughs> uh, uh, well, you I had the Beanie's Oreo. Oreo twice. No, I had so. an Oreo, a double stuffed Oreo. You can't, reject, Oreo. you can't reject a double stuffed Oreo. I fucking can because I want a Tunnix log. The caramel ones, log. The ones with like the flaky. No, 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 just a chocolate just a caramel general log. chocolate log. What? Just a normal Tunnix caramel log. Tonics caramel log. No. They come in. Um, they don't even come in like a, a wrapper. It's like a papery. It's like a tin foil paper. Yeah. Caramel log. That's not a caramel log. Is caramel log. <laughs> yeah. So they that's the flaky make... one. No, no. Yeah, you get just you make get, tea cakes. You get a normal chocolate one. No. Mm-hmm. No, so that's not log. Well, I right. know that as a See, log. See, I know my fucking biscuits. I know that, that ain't fucking log. log. Was that a wafer so then? Wafer. Uh, fucking oh, caramel wafer. Log. It's a fucking, it's a log-shaped fucking chocolate no, biscuit. No, because the log ones have like a uh, like like a nugget coconut. Yeah, they're pissing in the fucking bin. They're they actually so pretty much good. Fucking mess. They are. They're a fucking nightmare. But, yeah. Okay, I'll go for the wafer. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, cheese the girl. 
Oh, don't forget your cheese baguettes. <laughs> right, I'm got right. I'm doing mine. Been waiting. So I'm I'm kind of going. I've got two for three because Keith already moaned at me before we came on. So I'll say tea cake. No, I told you I'd give you it. But I'll I'll uh, give. So I've put tea cake as number three, but I'll also put a Twix as number three. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. You mean fuck off? Fuck off. <laughs> you just can get fucked. So I'm putting that as number three. Number two, I'm going Fox's classic. Is that the in fucking Fox's biscuit? Is that the round chocolate ones with a hole in the middle? No, no, no it's just like biscuit, cream, chocolate, all round. Okay. Unreal. Unreal. I'm thinking of Fox's round chocolate rounds. Get, get yourself some fucking classics. They're immense. Number one, you've you took it away from it already. It's a caramel wafer. I don't know. Turnips caramel wafer. Not a not caramel a log. log, as we have found out. Not a log. I just always know them as a log. And so was a kid. See, you're lucky you don't do the shopping then, eh? Nah. You'd be fucking disappointed. I wouldn't um, buy them. I don't buy biscuits very often. <laughs> <laughs> I think though, I think what we should do when when this comes out is we'll put a little debate up on Instagram, not for what your top biscuit is, but is Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? And is a Tunnock's tea cake a cake or a biscuit. I would argue that with Jordan. Twix is not a biscuit. So what is it? It's a chocolate bar. It's actually a Twix no. biscuit. It says no, on the Twix, box, Twix biscuit. Twix, Twix biscuit. Would a Kit Kat be a biscuit as well? Yeah. I don't think chocolate I'm bar. It's in the biscuit. I was going to start a debate, but I don't agree. But See, okay. you, can get, you can get like Kit Kat Chunky, which is like the sweet chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. And then you get a Kit Kat, which is the biscuit. Um, like the double. I would say a Kit Kat's a biscuit. Yeah, it's I in the biscuit aisle. I'd say it's a chocolate. So, you know. Yeah, me and you both, Callum. Anyway. Oh, wait, are you saying Kit Kat's a... I think it's a bar. It's a chocolate biscuit, chocolate bar. That's you not just said bar. chocolate biscuit. You just said chocolate biscuit. I wouldn't go, I'm going to go and get a biscuit, I'm going to go and get a Kit Kat. The first, the first word you said there that came to mind was chocolate biscuit. biscuit. I think it's a bar. It's but a bar. that's just me. Okay. <laughs> Next time you go into your shop, you'll go and find them in the biscuit aisle. Yeah. Confession right. in the aisle. Oh, are you moving us along, Keith? Are you? Yeah, I'm moving us along. We're dying a death here. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mo- moving on, I guess, for the episode. This segment is sponsored by Ice Sports Caledonia, the exclusive importers of Fisher ice hockey equipment for the north of Scotland. Check them out on Facebook at Ice Sports Caledonia. Web shop coming soon. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Diving into the salad bowl with us today, we have one of Scotland's most talented ta- neo-traditional tattoo artists and possibly one of America's most wanted, Callum Berry. How are you doing, man? How's it going? <laughs> Not too bad. So normally yeah. we would firstly ask what the tipple of the evening is, but well, for yourself, what's the joint of the evening? Yeah, I didn't manage to get uh, any alcohol, so I'm just blazing trees. <laughs> <laughs> good, good to see. So, I believe it's lemon garlic. Oh, I don't. Strange combination. 
It's fucking weed. It tastes like weed again. <laughs> <laughs> so at the start of our interview, you kind of like to kind of throw it back, but I've known you for like 10, 11 years now, and you're a little bit of a man of mystery. Can you tell us how tattooing came about for you and how it all started? Um, so I first got into tattooing. I was, uh, I was a skateboarder when I was like super young kid. And uh, there was like a skateboarder there who was super tattooed. It was like heavy, heavy tattoos. And I got super into him. And then uh, when I was 16, I started getting getting tattooed properly. And then just kind of built up built up a relationship with the guy who I was getting tattooed from. Uh, bothered him. Did an apprenticeship and did a pretty standard sort of like traditional apprenticeship, you know. Did one mm-hmm. of them. And uh, just kind of worked from there. Awesome. Are you able to give us a little bit of like insight of what you do day-to-day basis being a tattoo artist for folks that don't know, like when you're coming home drawing and stuff like that? Like what do you get up to? Uh, I mean, yeah, pretty much all I do is tattoo and draw and prepare for <laughs> tattoos. Like uh, yeah, I wake up, drink some coffee, get ready for work, go in, get set up. Um, I'll normally do two or three tattoos or like one long day, but I've not been doing much of them recently. Um do my day's work and then go home, eat, and then sit and draw. Yeah. I've seen me getting up like for work at six o'clock in the morning and you've just posted maybe like 50 minutes ago, still drawing. You're going into work (laughs) at like nine the next that day. It's like, fuck that. I used to, way back then, like back in the day, I used to pull mad stunts and sleep four hours a night, but I can't do that shit anymore. It's, it takes fucking catching up. And do you find yourself just getting like caught up in a drawing? Like, do you find that when you start it, you just can't stop until it's done, or are you able to like switch off from yeah. it? Yeah. Once your brain gets going, that's one thing I noticed is like some people, like Kev, who I work with, shout out Kevry, uh, he he gets up in the morning and he's fucking good to go. He's like, bang, let's get it. I go up in the morning and I, it's fucking, it's gonna take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to drink some coffee. We're going to fucking, I don't know, listen to music or something. Like, I'm just terrible. And then I'll find it like 10, 11 at night, my brain gets fucking going. Like, mm. you know, like I want to draw. I want to like create stuff. So then I try and not stop that. Because you say to yourself, oh, I'll remember this idea. I'll do it in the morning. I'll be motivated and you wake up. Or at least I wake up when I'm, you know. Yeah. So if it takes me, I, I, I keep going. And then, yeah, you find like you can be, you know, three four in the morning and you're still drawing and you're like you know it's like playing a computer game just one more bit just one more bit just one more bit <laughs> you know that dynamic can last forever i think people forget as well that like you guys being tattoo artists it takes like it's like a 24 7 job like it's not like you don't really get much of a break day like it's people do forget they turn up to get tattoos and forget that you've actually still got to draw this stuff yeah 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 i mean all i do is tattoo my entire life revolves around fucking tattoos like, I don't have yeah. any fucking kids. I don't fucking, you know, don't have a big car. I don't have no, no fancy shit. I just fucking tattoo. That's all. <laughs> we have, we've had tattooers come and guest with us and be like, oh, so what are your hobbies? Like, what, what do we do after? And I'm like, this is it. <laughs> this is all you're now, getting. <laughs> we're going to go smoke some weed and draw. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all I do. But I'm fortunate in that sense that, like, if I didn't love it, it would be a fucking slog. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So when we've kind of 
kind of mentioned it, but we were speaking kind of off the podcast. You've given us a little insight into your uh, your traveling and your name on social media, etc. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about like the whole deal around this? What's what's the script? So the name came about because of uh, so like I was traveling to the states and stuff. And go to the states. Like if you guys have been there before, you'll know you get a real hard time when you first go there. Yeah. So like. I was coming back so often and it got to the point where they were like going through like my Instagram, they were going through my Facebook. And the last time we were back over would have been March last year. Fuck me. So yeah, March last year. Uh, and when we landed, the dude took my iPad, took both our phones and like went through all of our shit. Like, like yeah, everything, photographs, text messages. Fuck. And it was just by chance that I didn't, I like I hadn't mentioned me working to anyone, um, and like that that was that's the only time I've had my stuff taken off of me and like they've gone through it. But I've had them like Google my name and gone through everything before. But I'm pretty good with with traveling and covering my back. But after that, I was like this, you know, I'm fucking over it. So by changing, <laughs> not having your name on it, you know, when you travel, they like, Google Calendar and then my main account doesn't come up. You know, it's like a deal. yeah. It's bizarre that, isn't it? Like, it's the most, like, big brother nation thing about it. Like, imagine taking your phone and just sifting through it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He such an invasion care. of privacy. <laughs> like, fucking everything. Well, he didn't care. He didn't give a fuck. Like, he literally came across, like, conversations I've had about drugs and stuff. He's like, oh, what's this? And then joking about bath. He's like, oh, so you're going to be taking bath salts, are you? Like, I, yeah. and what about it? <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, he, he went through everything. Um, but I was like super, so unbelievably lucky that there was just no mention of me working. Like, it's unreal how lucky I am. I've had some insane fucking, like, lucky escapes in my life. <laughs> That's the other thing. Okay, like, I've dodged so many bullets on so many occasions. Eventually, this is going to end. <laughs> just trying to be sensible, you know? And like, Obviously, speak about you know going to different places to do work and stuff. If you hadn't have gone down the route of becoming a tattoo artist, is there anything else you think you'd have gotten yourself into? I did music before I was tattooing. Mm. Uh, I was studying music. I went to like uni for that, so probably something in music. I played the bass. Like uh, most of my traveling, half of it's tattooing, and then half of it was like playing in the band and uh, traveling that way. Mm. So yeah, probably something with music for sure. Yeah. Still along that sort of artistic lines as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were still kind of gigging when I first met you. You were still yeah. playing in bands yeah. and stuff. Yeah, we. I only stopped probably 2000. I think the last tour I did was maybe 2017. I haven't really done anything. I did one festival after that, but nothing major since then. I guess live music's kind of fucked now as well. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just a tad, unfortunately. <laughs> I had fun when I did it, but it's it gets it gets old, you know. Like the older you get, touring's it gets harder. Yeah, it's not it's not an easy yeah. an easy thing to do. It takes toll. Yeah, partying for three weeks on end is fucking. It's <laughs> cute, <laughs> awesome. I was going to say, ah, it sounds awful. You're not selling it at all. Like, it's, it's not as good as it sounds. Yeah, you know, it's the coming school. home. Sleeping home. Home. <laughs> Don't shower for a week on like weeks. It's it's fucking rough. I'm like. I've seen some shit in some fucking French squads on the road. Yeah. yeah. I've seen like like 
places where they just make a hole in the ground and shit in it. And then once it gets filled, they fill it up. I thought that was just France. Like, I thought that's what they just did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You get cancelled for that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked it already. (laughs) We're 10 episodes in so far and we haven't fucked it and you're going to be 12. So So you've kind of touched it. You've travelled to obviously some pretty cool places with tattooing and whatnot. Are there any places kind of on the list you'd still love to be able to visit and tattoo? Yeah, I'd I'd like to... I've been trying to get to Africa for a while. Um, I'd really like to go there. Um, And South America. Those would be my two biggest ones I'd like to go to. I was supposed to go to Myanmar last year, um, but obviously COVID stopped all that. And then there was a big, like, fucking military coup there, and it's all all Mm. fucked up. I probably won't get back there, but yeah, South America is probably be the, the next one. What's the uh, what's where... sorry, sorry, Calm. What's kind of the tattoo scene like in Africa? Is it pretty big? It, yeah, South Africa, it's it's not bad, and then Nigeria has a pretty cool kind of tattoo scene going on. Like Kenya has one. All the kind of safe places, you know, that are kind yeah. of yeah. They've they're they're totally picking up on it. Cool. Touch on that a bit, then. Just what's some of the most favorite places you've gone to because you've obviously traveled to like all of america you've been like hong kong and stuff like that what's some of the most memorable places um everywhere's kind of diff- good for different reasons you know like uh i really like detroit but i would never recommend someone go and visit <laughs> <you know? laughs> so like new orleans is one place that i think is amazing like if you're going to see the u.s definitely go to new orleans it's, it was my favorite um Hong Kong, I really love. Hong Kong's awesome. Your photos from Hong Kong, yeah, epic, unreal. Cool. Yeah, it's it's awesome. China's fucking cool as well, but it's it's really difficult. Like everything is hard in China. Everything mm-hmm. becomes forty percent more difficult. Is the like the tattoo culture over that side of the world still like quite strict, or is it easing up? Yeah, uh, Korea, I believe South Korea, it's still illegal. Okay. Um, when I tattooed there, I'm pretty sure it was still illegal. And they might have changed it recently, but um, I know Japan, Japan has legalized it. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be that you needed to be a doctor to, to yeah. tattoo in Japan. Um, and obviously, it was like a law. It's like right, you know, uh, right on the pavement on your bike. You don't really enforce it, but you're not supposed to do it. But now, it, now anyone can do it. Or I think you know, almost anyone. You, know, you don't have to have a fucking doctorate to such a weird thing to like you have to be a doctor to tattoo to be a tattoo artist <laughs> no. and then yeah and like i'm pretty sure in korea it's just totally fucking illegal <laughs> that's that's nuts because there's that like i follow quite a few korean artists yeah that's mental yeah. again i don't think they i know the guy i stayed with uh is this fucking crazy korean dude he like he moved to mexico city in 1990 like to learn to tattoo like a children like a, a Korean guy, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> and he just goes to Mexico City. He doesn't speak Spanish. No fucking hablo español. He He's one of the best fucking tattoos you'll ever see. Fucking kills. Like it's insane. Is that one of the guys that you had over here? Yeah, he hasn't been over here. No, um, his name's Hernan. Uh, I think I don't know Hernan. Put in Hernan on Instagram. You'll find it. But uh, he'd been arrested for for tattooing in South Korea. Like he's he's an older guy. <laughs> He'd, he'd been arrested for it, got proper fucking shit for it. He'd been in prison and stuff. Like, that's yeah, pretty serious, though. That is yeah. ah, Even in, you know, the U.S., it was illegal up until, like, the 90s, I think, in parts of the U.S. 
That's nuts. Jesus. When you think, when you actually think about yeah. it. Yeah, it's fucking wild. So I've obviously seen kind of your your style change over the years, and with neo traditional being like your main focus of work, like is there any other styles that you'd kind of like to dive into a little bit more, or is that kind of just that's your not thing? Not really. Not in terms of like tattooing it. Like I'm kind of just I like doing my own thing, just developing mm. what I'm doing. But uh, there's lots of other styles I like to look at, you know, that I can appreciate. Yeah. And um, but in terms of like actually tattooing it. I've been doing it long enough now that I know what's, what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And yeah. there's a few things that I'm like, I'm going to try this and I'm not, you know, I'm already going to know if I'm good or not good at it. So I kind of just do my own, own art and then put that from there, you know. Would you, would you find yourself kind of, if someone was to come to you and ask for, you know, a certain piece in a certain style that's kind of not in your area, would you kind of go, no, I don't really feel comfortable. You, you maybe want to go and see such and such. Yeah, if it's something that I'm not comfortable doing, absolutely. Like if yeah. you if you lack in great realism, I, I'll send you somewhere else for sure. Um, yeah. There's just people that can do it way better than me. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me doing it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And do you find your style sort of adapting and changing as well? Because I've been sort of looking through some of your social media and things, it looks like you've got a fairly kind of definitive style to what you're doing, but there's new bits and bobs kind of creeping in there here and there. Yeah. Do you find it constantly developing as well? That's what I try and do, yeah, is keep it kind of fresh and always moving, you know? So that, like, uh, like I hate it when you see a tattooer and does the exact same tattoo that he was doing six years ago. Mm. You know, it kind of gets so stale, especially nowadays when you have Instagram and everything. You know, people want things yesterday, you know? And mm-hmm. it's so, you're, you're, compete, you're, like, you're competing for... This is what I'm looking for uh, attention. So if if you if your stuff gets stale, then you know people don't see it, and then you, yeah. know, you don't yeah. get as booked. Like I could stay busy just you know doing tattoo tattoos, but I want to stay busy doing doing you know the stuff that I make. Mm-hmm. I think your style's kind of evolved. I like dramatically over the years. Like looking at you tattooed Callum for his first time, and it was yeah. it's what is back, and it's completely different from what you would do now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I used to do like super new school, um, mm-hmm. sort of cartoony kind of stuff, and it just slowly developed from there. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan of the like the pointillism sort of color fillings that yeah, you're yeah. doing and like the eyes and stuff like that. Um, I yeah. love that. Yeah, tattoo glitter. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's good. I really like it. And they hate yeah. me it's when I come fact. back and to get my leg finished because <laughs> it's been so long. You're gonna have to totally, go back yeah, to old school it, stuff. It's it's like three years since you fucking had that. Yeah. Fucking last touched. Been so long. Yeah, I haven't touched you in, in, a, in a long time. I think we must have started. Jordan, you might be able to help out here because you kind of came in when I was was it getting my foot tattooed? Was it or was it part of my leg? I think it was possibly your leg. It's really yeah, cute. I, I honestly think it's been like <laughs> since he was there. Nineteen. He was there for my. I was there. Was there for my first two. You always okay, remember we'll your first. We'll be, we'll be there for your first one, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tattoos, Keith? No, nothing. No, mate, I'm a blank canvas. Not yet, get... he doesn't. Do you know what I do? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I'm just a bit a of a shite bag. Shite bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I just, I'm a bit indecisive. So it's like, like I kind of have ideas that I kind of want, but I've not 100% committed to them. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Yeah, that's why you should wait and don't, you know, rush in yeah. and get 
<laughs> he's been saying that since he was. Do you know what I think? It's because like I like such like a I like like such a wide, very different type. Like you know, I like some black and gray realism. I like some of the like uh, American traditional stuff. I love the stuff that you do. Like it's it just collect different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why you've got so many go. different body parts, mate. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of body to cover. It's like Callum's tattooed by Kev <laughs> and Callum. It's not the same style. It looks different. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's why I tell people to get tattooed by as many different tattoos. Yeah. Mm. Unless you want one continuous current, like big flow. Yeah, piece. big yeah. fuck off piece. Yeah. Yeah. Get tattooed by lots of different people. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like all different tattoos are, are totally different. You know, like getting tattooed by me is totally different. Getting tattooed by someone else. Yeah, like yeah. I've kind of gotten to the point where like I like traditional, but I like there's so many different traditional artists that do the traditional in their own style. Like it's not just the one, they're not just doing the one thing and that's it. So like I'll go to all these now different sort of artists because I can kind of, one you can kind of say, oh, look, I got this done by such and such, but also, well, that one looks much different and that one looks much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like music, you know, you have like a subgenre of yeah. like traditional tattooing and then, yeah. you know, like there's different types of traditional mm-hmm. tattoos. Yeah. Same with kind of art as well, isn't it? Like you'll go into a gallery and it's all, all might be like Renaissance art, but it's all going to be very different representations. Oh, everybody's got their own touch on how they do things. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's the cool thing about traditional tattooing is like you can take the exact same design, like it's all based off old flash, which was just yeah. stolen from old, all kinds of old shit. Mm-hmm. And like you can take the same thing and have two different people do it and it like has two di- completely different feelings to the same piece, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, I like I, I, traditional tattooing is something I super like. I'm into them. I would, I probably would tattoo it, but again, it's uh, I like, I like to actually make shit. You know? And it jumps on nicely to speaking about like some requests and stuff you've had for tattoos. What's some of the weirdest stuff that folk have come into the shop and asked you for? Yeah, I always get asked that. I never do that. Uh, i can never really think of any stupid crazy tattoos i've done like i've pretty much tattooed everything like every body part you can think of i've tattooed it see this is where john couldn't clarify this so have you tattooed the bobby i I did i've done two (laughs) two (laughs) that leads on to the next question does the person have to have a stoner These are great sub questions, so, When that question came up, I was like, realistically, the stupidest tattoo I've ever done was on me. And then I fucking did It my wasn't on your own Bobby, was it? Yeah. Was it oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think Megan was just sitting there going, what the fuck is he doing? Oh, no, this was like way. This was, uh, this was before I was. This was when I was apprentice. Like, I wasn't even tattooing for <laughs> I want. I want to know. I want to know how this happened. Like, the, where does the thought go? You just on your lunch break and saw the just tattoo. Kinda, uh, just kind of tattoo down, and like, I'm doing this. Just kind of look down and go, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. Well, it came up with the idea for some reason. Uh, so I'll tell you what I got. I did. I did the words hop on. Hop. Like, down, yeah. It's, it was hilarious ten years ago. Now it is. But uh, is it faded or is it still there? It was fucking shambles of an event <laughs> like i was so i thought you'd had to be hard so you get it hard and like try and get through the back this is before iphones though. i didn't have iphones you had to like get internet you had to go on the desktop internet find fucking porn find porn get our fucking wrapping elastic band right that doesn't work that's bullshit anyone who tells you that fine so i ended up having like pull it and wrap it around my fucking finger and like clamp it stretch it 
Yeah. And it took about five hours, this fucking tattoo. <laughs> and it's fucking ridiculous. It's like proper, like, colored in, colored in blue and everything. Oh, no. Fuck it up. It's like it's a sick blue face. It's still there. It's still, oh, fuck yeah, it's still there. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's not <laughs> I can't wait to bump it, bump into you in town when we're pissed. I'm a bit right. Get it out. Get it out. Right, see this. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of the stupidest fucking tattoos I've ever seen. Um, it was on yourself, though. I was going to say, I love that it was on yourself, too. Like, that's just the highlight of it. Yeah, yeah. The things you do when you're... I was like 21 or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's made my day. So I suppose going from from the lowlights of of tattooing to the the highlights of tattooing, what, who are some of the artists that that you look up to and and, and why? Um, starting off, uh, I used to like a guy called Jimmy Litwalk. Uh, Jimmy Litwalk and Josh Roots were probably my two favorite sort of tattooers. Um, nowadays, I like there's a lot of guys doing like we'll take like cartoons like The Simpsons or something. And they'll do like a version of that. Uh, I like them they're pretty cool I think that's pretty cool I like that yeah I can't remember any one off the top of my head I think a guy's called Canty maybe uh, in Spain he does really cool stuff like that um, I don't know I like kind of everything there's nothing that I'm really not into like I like all kind of styles of tattoo do you think that's just for like an appreciation of the art that you're not like just yeah. stuck on one thing yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it's even like realism, you know, especially nowadays, there's a guy called Ma- Mashka who do like portraits, but does like graffiti, like throw ups. Yeah, I've face. just started following him. His yeah, stuff's unbelievable. Yeah. So fucking cool, you know. I like stuff like that when like it's not just realism or it's not just traditional, and they've mm-hmm. kind of mashed it up a little bit. Like yeah. this stuff's super fucking cool, and uh, it looks really nice. It holds up. Well. Yeah, I think I think I've seen him, and I think I I think he was one of those. I think I think he's one of those where like. I'm not one for like proper real traditional like uh like po- yeah like realism portraits but yeah. like when you see something like that I kind of go oh I could actually see myself getting it's a pretty cool like mashup. a portrait like a portrait yeah. and it doesn't look that but and you're like holy shit that's cool as fuck again like I find like black and gray realism it always kind of has a certain look to it and it's never mm-hmm. really that fun you know or like yeah it's always kind of like if you want a super serious like family member portrait then like black and gray <coughs> realism is perfect yeah like again mashka you could get like your favorite you know like i think he did a mia wallace one from pulp fiction and like you know you can make that so much fucking cooler doing the yeah. shit he does with it and just oh look it's fucking uma thurman yeah. yeah i saw a really cool one of them actually and they had like the outline, so like with the bob haircut, but the face was blank, and it just had like shadows of the two of them dancing okay. in the yeah. thing. I thought it was amazing. <clears throat> yeah, stuff like that. Like, like I'm, I'm more into that than like uh, realism. But even then, some people do realism, and it's, it's fucking insane. You see some portraits like, and stuff, and you yeah. think it's fucking <laughs> nuts how realistic it actually looks. Yeah. Is it absolutely S- like Steve Butcher that does? Yeah. is from America. Yeah. His realism in color is next oh. level like some of the kobe bryant tattoos that he's done were like sweat, There's a lot of them without sweat and well. shit in it yeah yeah, it's, I mean, like, yeah. that holy fuck i just you're, don't know yeah, how people do that no lines. it's all just yeah. like again it's like it's a different it's basically you're instead of working off of like lines you're working off of shapes and uh values mm. and edges you know it could be a mm. soft edge or a hard edge and how light or dark it is um, and some people just work that way really well 
you know, mm-hmm. generally they work almost like a Xerox machine, you know, like mm-hmm. start the ball <laughs> and they go up and they complete it and like stubs you wiping away your stencil. And that's how you get that super realistic look. And like some okay. people just love working like that. I can't work like that. I'm, I'm fucking all over the place up here. Like, <laughs> just how I naturally work, you know, like, I can second I mean, find an art <laughs> embrace that craziness as much as you can <laughs> so we we kind of touch on the highs there but we, i'll kind of touch a little bit on the low if there's is there anything like in tattooing in the, like the industry as a whole that you'd maybe change and why um it's it's like everything it's a double-edged sword so it's gotten a little bit social justice warrior e you know like fucking teenagers telling me how i have to act but <laughs> on the same hand it has been a very male-dominated uh, industry, and there has been a lot of fucking shithead tattooers in the world. Like, there's a lot of fucking absolute shithead tattooers, uh, male and female, but they're almost all fucking male. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, like the past couple of years, that behavior of like boys' clubs, you know, being a fucking creepy bastard, it just doesn't fly anymore. Yeah. So. You know, it's like everything. It goes really far this way, and then it's kind of going really far this way, and then hopefully everyone fucking chills out. It's almost as if being a good tech, like being a nice person matters more than the quality of the work you're doing. When yeah, the quality yeah. of the fucking tattoo should come first. You just shouldn't be a shithead fucking guy in the first place, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, there's people that are using their, their virtue signaling as a way of disguising from the fact they can't fucking tattoo. That, mm, that yeah. I don't like. But that'll fix itself. In ter- like TV shows and stuff... It's good and it's bad. It is what it is, you know. <laughs> Not a big fan of Ink Master, no. That, jump, that jumps Callum on quite well. Nah, that, yeah. that was going to be my next question. Was like, sorry, you're, you're not one to hide away like with what you think on social media or whatever. But hilarious. So like, I've only seen a handful of episodes. My, one of my best friends, uh, Josh Woods, who I mentioned before, he was actually on the first season. So I watched that, and uh, I mean. It doesn't matter what TV show you watch. It could be about food. It could be about cars. It could be about models. They're all the exact same fucking TV show. And like, it's just hilarious. So next time you watch Ink Master, play the Ink Master drinking game. Anytime you hear the word contrast come up, (laughs) take a drink. Because that's all they fucking say. Because they, oh, everyone, a contrast. Oh, that needs more contrast. That's a sick tattoo, bro. Needs more contrast. Like, you're just talking (laughs) fucking just nonsense. I just like... I've I've watched quite a few of them and I I honestly hate like how much like it's just full of assholes like they're all just like so like I'm playing the game so I'm just gonna be the worst person in the world and you're like yeah. why wouldn't you just go on and enjoy it like yeah it's it's so catty and it's just like everyone gets so worked up about it all and it's just like why don't you just go on and have like do your job do what you love doing and enjoy doing it like why play the stupid games around it I think a lot of it has to be quite manufactured now. Um, yeah. and like I know a lot of people have kind of been on it but they're like uh, it, like it has to be manufactured like so much of it's mm-hmm. just such fucking nonsense you know yeah. it's like, like that one that's on um, MTV where like it's like friends or couples or whatever go on and they get tattooed and they've oh, got the tattoo like, of us or whatever yeah they put the glasses oh. on that produces some absolute gold though like like, (laughs) tattoo artists are standing there like going oh sorry as if to go i didn't want to tattoo it but i tattooed it yeah i find that puts like on mtv so fuck it yeah (laughs) kind of kind of puts the profession a bit like do you feel it puts the profession a bit in like question these guys are just willing to sell their soul 
and yeah, just ruin someone. Money to fucking start with. So already we're starting with like fucking dog shit tattoos. Anthony <laughs> <laughs> dog shit tattoo designs. Like what's amazing is you see on those ones, you like it, you you see them stealing other tattooers' designs. Yeah. So like, and of course, like if you if you've been around ages and you know like some really famous tattoos, you instantly know who did the tattoo. And you're like, you fucking traced the tattoo on national television. <laughs> and then on the other side, I'm like, that is fucking ballsy. So you have to kind of respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else's shit. Fuck it. That's I my don't, That Dude. one is Barca. I don't understand how any of them go on there and get pissed off. Like, yeah. you yeah. ask like you've here. signed up for it. You've I signed was... up for this shit. And then you end up where shit tattoo and you're like oh my god i can't believe i got a shit tattoo that's the name of the fucking thing exactly. like yeah. <laughs> they were gonna go oh i was expecting cherry blossoms yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i watched one and it was uh, a couple from glasgow and the girl knew that the guy had cheated on him six times and he knew that she knew uh, as well and they both expected to go on that show and get good tattoos and yeah, it was they, class because he was like a diehard them. rangers fan and she got him like a celtic badge tattooed on his thigh <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one tattooed on her it's over or something like that. it was like yeah, it was like luggage or something like that suitcases. wasn't it suitcases <laughs> pack your bags it's done basically oh, <laughs> there was one where the girl got a fucking ball and chain tattooed around her fucking boyfriend's ankle as well I thought that was pretty yeah that was good i'm pretty sure i saw one where someone turned someone's belly button into an asshole uh, was that one as well <laughs> There was one um, the guy got uh, like the girl got the guy. He had like massive pecs, so she got like a lacy bra tattooed on him. But he tapped out halfway through, so it was just like one just half of a fucking bra. <laughs> it's like why the amazing. fuck would you sign up for that though? Like I, I wouldn't sign up for that with like, anyone, you're even not... if I had the utmost trust and respect for them. You, I'd yeah. have a, if I went on with Callum, I think. I'm just going to slightly <laughs> fuck him over. One hundred percent. I'm not going on that show with any of you guys ever. <laughs> It shows how little respect they all have for each other. Yeah, you, like they're, they're quite happily, they quite happily go. I'm going to get you the worst, shittiest yeah. tattoo put on you. I don't give a shit about you. Yeah, and then if you're oh, like, off, you're going. It to would play on your you. mind, though, wouldn't it? Because like you'd be designing this nice tattoo, and you'd be thinking, "He's going to do me over here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like steal all the money or share it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel it. Have you ever been offered, Callum, to go on any of them? Yeah, that, that exact TV show. I did a fucking uh, Skype thing, some Skype bullshit, to be honest. And they totally fucking lied about what it was. They completely, <laughs> completely talked shite. They were like, oh, like it's going to make tattooing look really good and it'll show it in a nice light. And Is it I? I, no, it'll actually just make you all look like scumbags. I fucking hate <laughs> tattoo pictures. That's the it one that want fucking pisses me off the most. Win-win. Tattoo fixers pisses me off. I don't like that show. Yeah, that one's terrible. Yeah. Both, all of those, none of those people can tattoo. No, <laughs> it's like you see some of their cover ups, and it's worse than the fucking tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what have you done? Like you see the drawings, and you would just leave. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. No, I've never done a tattoo in my life, and sometimes think I could do a better job than what they've done. <laughs> like your fucking name's Sketch. Uh, <laughs> Like that's like being a driving instructor being called Crash. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how's my tattoo? You got a sketch. Brilliant. Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> and he tried to do like hip hop. He, he fucked up. Fuck it out. He ripped somebody's tattoo off on TV yeah. and there was a load of shit about it. I remember that. That was a couple of years ago. Yep, yeah, they all do it. 
because we've all been caught doing it. So to round us off, we're going to kind of jump away from tattooed a little bit with all of us being uh, hockey fans and stuff like that. And me and Callum know that you're a huge fan of the Red Wings. Just want to know how you're you're feeling about them at the moment to round us off, Callum. <laughs> yeah, not great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not not the best. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to fucking say, man. The Red Wings have been terrible. I think they won today, though. Yeah, they did. Um, their, yeah. their new their new man Vrana scored the winner. Uh, but yeah, I've just been fucking. It's hard to watch hockey when your team always loses. You know? <laughs> That's the thing. I think I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right in a couple of years, but it's still going yeah. to be a couple of years. Yeah. That's the Buffalo Sabres. Stuff. I was going to say it'd be worse if you were a Buffalo fan, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sixteen games or something. Eighteen. Eighteen. Holy shit! And that for fucking almost fifty years now. Yeah. Yeah. And you just lost Taylor Hall as well. <laughs> he jumps yeah. around fucking teams like Navy's business. Wouldn't you if you were getting fucking pumped for 18 games in a row? I'd be out of there. Especially when you're making about five million a year. I'm sure you're yep. pretty happy. Yeah, I see. yeah. Just show up like, all right, boys, pressure's not on. <laughs> 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 Easy paycheck. Uh, I think I think that kind of rounds us off pretty well, Callum. And uh, it's been been awesome having you on and We'll hopefully get to see you in, in the studio at some point soon. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah. thanks very much, guys. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks, thanks, Cheers. Have a good one. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Massive thanks to Callum Berry for coming on the podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I really, really like Callum as a guy, genuine as fuck. And I find him absolutely hilarious. He just doesn't give a fuck what he says. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just a brilliant no filter. No filter. Says it as it is, what you want. Have it. Don't like it. Fuck okay. off. No, I like Alan. <laughs> yeah. It was it was cool to hear like the as well the the sort of thoughts of like a, a, a genuinely decent tattoo artist on like the sort of shows that we were talking about with like the I can't remember the name of them um the ones where the couples go and get the tattoos and stuff. and stuff that yeah 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 like it was just really cool to hear like an actual tattoo artist's opinion of that and it was just like. And the way they sort of marketed it to him as well has been like, oh, it'd be great for the profession. And it's like, mm, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, not really. approached for one as well. And it was more like, it was just a, a load of shit. It's funny, yeah. that, that, one, that one he mentions, him getting approached about. I think it was tattoo no, fixers he got approached for. No, oh, he said, no, no I think it was the one. Us. It was the tattoo of us, the MTV yeah. one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The reality yeah. people. And I was like, thinking. Just absolutely. Two people just go in and ruin each, wreck, other ruin each other's bodies. I just don't know how, as an artist, you can sit and go, "Yeah, I'm okay with that." Yeah, yeah. like I, I just yeah, I don't understand why they would go into that and think this is this is a good idea. This is going to get me far. Yeah, as a tattoo artist, I'd be like, "Look what I'm tattooing on someone." This is and it's going all over TV. It and like it doesn't it doesn't show them. It shows nothing for their credibility. Yeah, it's just like, look, this is I'm just putting on bollocks this is not yeah. my style this is not what i'm good at yeah i'm just putting on rubbish that you've asked for yeah so the stories calum came out with as well were brilliant oh, and yeah. especially the one <laughs> i don't think I've, <laughs> I've ever had a dull moment in the in the tattoo studio with him like just sits and gives you great banter keeps yeah. you going for a good few hours he's fantastic yeah, it, was, it was a good one it was a good mm. one and his work, his work's second to none. I love the fact oh, that I've been incredible. able to see him kind of yeah, just come out of his apprenticeship and change, change to what stuff. he is now. He's he's fantastic. 
Yeah, he definitely is. He's, he's definitely one of the best, well, in Scotland at what he does. Yeah, 100%. If not, if not Brain. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I don't know what time it is, boys. Salad dressing. As we do every week, we'll start off with Game of the Week with Junior. Can I just say that was the most enthusiastic intro to Salad Dressing? <laughs> <laughs> Oscar worthy. What a way to introduce your brother. Cheers. Uh, this week I'm going to go. With well, Resident at least you know what I think of you. <laughs> Resident Evil Two remake. Uh, the original came out in 1998, and this one came out. In, the remake came out in 2019. Uh, Jordan, you brought up Resident Evil Seven the other week for your game of the week, so it kind of inspired me to go back and play the remake, which is what I'd done the other week. Uh, I you? think it's yeah. Went back and played a little bit of it. Uh, what was it last beginning of last week? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one of the the best Resident Evil games they've made. Even though it is a remake, they changed the story slightly, but not overly much. And it's complete revamp because the original uses a fixed camera angle, like set. And you can't actually move the camera. Yeah. So this one, it's third person over the shoulder. And there's two stories in it because you've got two playable characters. They're similar, but like you get very different story points along the way that kind of lead into the Resident Evil universe that we know today. Awesome. They just came out, was it this week, the like gameplay for the new one? Resident Evil 8 gameplay came out. Uh, was it, it, is, it Re- is it Resident Evil Village? It's called Resident Evil Village, yeah, but they still use the Roman numerals of VII for the, in the yeah, title. Yeah, it looks like... We discussed it a couple of weeks ago when I took up, what was it, seven? Was it seven? Yeah. 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 Like, it being shit scary, this one, this one coming out loose. But also, I'm very excited to meet big boobied goth lady. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> what about the game, though, Junior? on that note before you and tells us any more of his porn preferences movie and series of the week with keith uh yeah so this week uh, i picked a, a slightly older one uh, hot rod uh, i think we all know and love it um <gasps> Came out in 2007, um, and I've got the wee description up from IMDb here. It's like, Rod, a man-child, believes that he is a stuntman. When his, when his stepfather needs an operation, with the help of his brother and slacker pals, Rod hatches a plan to set a school bus jumping record on his moped. So that gives you a wee bit of a, a sort of synopsis of what goes on. Personally, I absolutely adore this film. So it's, it uh, it's, just... an, it's another Andy Samberg. It is Andy Samberg, yeah. Two weeks yeah. in a row. Uh, is... I got Keith. Keith told us that we was going to use this for a movie of the week, so I went and watched it this morning. And mm-hmm. honestly, it is. It's not. It's shit, but fucking fantastically yeah. good at the same time. <laughs> it's like deliberately corny. It's, just, and just it's such a like indie indie yeah, comedy. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. stupid like and funny. Then, but like you look at the cast as well. So it's big. Isla Fisher. It's got Jorma Tacone, who's with them on what's it what's it called? Lonely, Lonely Island. Island. Mm-hmm. Ian McShane, Danny McBride, Bill Hader, and Will Arnett. There's a mental cast. Yeah. For such a like kind of indie comedy. And, and just good. some some fun. cracking like one-liners and bits yeah. of that that like <laughs> you just consistently always come out with. Quotes long quotes after you watch the film. Quotes for days on this one. Yeah. So it's good. Amazon it's definitely watch easy watching, like. Oh yeah, definitely. 
And now we'll have album of the week with Jordan. So this week I'm going with, I can't actually believe it's been what, five years since this came out. So it's a band called Moose Blood. I don't know if you boys know yep. about them. Mm-hmm. I'm Googling them now. Yeah. So the band called Moose Blood and the album's called Blush. And they're, it's, they're, their genre's quite hard. It's kind of like indie pop punk almost, but it's not quite, it's not as like the, uh, no, the corny pop punk kind of way. here as an emo band. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that was still a genre. An emo band. So yeah, there, there is a bit of like, I think I think the class is that purely based on like the lyrics in the songs and stuff, but it's not, is it's not like depressing oh, so music. Yeah. It's not depressing or anything. No, it's like really good tunes, kind of pop punk indie-esque. I think I've seen nice. them live. I think. Have you? Yeah, I think they played I'm jealous <laughs> with a day to remember in Glasgow. I'm sure they did. But I can't I, remember. I, anyway, I wasn't there. The really good, really good band. I really like this album. If you get a chance, go and go and have a wee listen. It's a nice, pretty chilled out, easy listen. Awesome. Cool. And then, well, last but not least, we'll move to myself for restaurant of the week, taking my resident spot as usual because I'm a fat, fat boy. Fat boy so slim. It's not really a restaurant. It's more of a wee nice wee shop, a local shop. It's the Cupcake Stop um, in Cove, and just around the corner from me, which isn't ideal because <laughs> I can buy as many cakes as I want. So the, just just a young a young girl. She's like early twenties. Before she opened up the shop, she had like a converted um, cabin in her garden with her parents' house and was churning out cakes for fun and uh, fancy pieces and stuff. So she opened up last year in the little shopping complex that we've got in Cove and honestly doing so well for herself. That's a ballsy move as well. Yeah. At that age, yeah. At that age as well. Fantastic. At that age. And it, the, during COVID. Like, during COVID. During, during the pandemic. I think it was like yeah. late last year she opened, if I remember right. Um, and she's doing fantastic. She's selling out. She's now got cakes in like the butchers around the corner as well. She's just taken in uh, Fits the Scoop ice cream brand to sell. Oh, that's shop. Right towards uh, cults in it, their shop. Yeah. So she's flying and her, her like, cakes it, are phenomenal. It's nice to see like people mm-hmm. like her no, who've got this kind of passion for this stuff mm-hmm. they're now starting to be like actually I can go and open a shop and just just yeah. seeing them dive head first go for it we're, we're seeing the uh, what's the avocado place again where we're, Avo. Avo. Yeah, we're there in a way to do the beach collective yeah and it's like heaps of Local, local restaurants, like, it's just little good independent to see, restaurants, like little independent people that have got passion for this stuff going yeah. out there and just doing good with it. Doing and it's something it. Aberdeen definitely needs more of as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel as well. There's like everyone kind of in Aberdeen does like huddle around people like this and support, and you see it all the time. Like, no, you go on Instagram, there's always people supporting these small yeah. little businesses, and it's great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's my choice again local, shop local. Help out, do your bit. Give us a hand, yeah. man. And get some so, nice cakes. Cake. Yeah, definitely for a good cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that kind of rounds off today's podcast, I, I would say so. I'd agree. 
so we'll catch you all for episode 13. We'll be sitting down with Dirty Sanchez legend Lee Dayton. Legend. Love yous, Huge uh, one sided. Yeah, definitely. So we'll love you and leave you and we'll catch you for episode 13. Take See care, you later. Guys. Bye. Yeah.